podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody and welcome to another Spurs show. I'm here in North London uh, with a very heavyweight panel, which is just as well because we've got a lot, quite a lot to talk about. Things have really started to happen in this transfer window, which has discombobulated all of us. We're just not used to it as Spurs fans. Sitting to my immediate left, I would like to say welcome Chris Cowlin. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Nice to be here. Uh, and then sitting to his left... Are you making your debut, Sean? No, second appearance. Second, second appearance. So you would have been on with Mike last That's time. That's right, yeah. Sean Cook of the Totally Tottenham newsletter and Talking THFC as well. And, of course, TalkSport and The Sun. You're a man of many parts. <laughs> I am indeed. I am yes. Indeed. Sports journalist. Let's put that umbrella term over the Thank top of it. Thank you very much. And one of our longest-serving players... Andy Linden is sitting to my right. How are you, Andy? No, I'm good. Um, yes, uh, longest server. Yeah, too I would long. say you've too been. In, long, I think you've been in since season one. I like to think I've been here since the Wilson administration. <laughs> 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 yes. Oh, uh, what days they were. Oh, I tell you what. You look back on the old. I mean, you and I are old enough to remember it. And you think what a brilliant administration that was when well, you see, when are. you look at most of what's been since. Anyway. Absolutely, a pipe smoking PM. Uh, absolutely, football fan as well. Remember? Yeah, and um, who knows what was in that pipe? <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> it was the 60s after uh, all. Yes, Could have he, been anything in there. Yes. Anyway, moving on swiftly. Uh, yeah, as I said, there's a lot to talk about. I wonder if what we should talk about perhaps first is the last game we played because that will give context to the transfer dealings we, we will then talk about. So, of course, the previous game uh, or the last game we played was in the Cup and it was at Southampton at the weekend, we got what actually wasn't a terrible result. We're still in the cup. We're still in the draw. If we if we win the replay, we'll have Norwich at home, which is no bad thing. But uh, how many? Who went? Chris, you went. Yeah, I went. And yeah. Andy went. Yeah. Did, oh, yes. uh, we, no, was Sean wasn't. I wasn't there. Yeah, I wasn't able to go. I was working as well. But what did you overall? What did you make of the performance, Chris? Uh, overall, I thought it was a fair result. Um, I expected a one-one draw, to be honest. Oh, and uh, you had I th- a bet. Well, I thought, just get them back to our um, our home, yeah. um, beat them there. And then, of course, the, the fifth round come out last night. Norwich City, um, yeah. I fancy us again. Oh, yeah. um, 1991 was the last time we won the FA Cup. So it, it, it's got to be our year, surely. 29 years is too long. Um, but overall, um, the, the game, I thought we played very well. Um, we were unlucky in the first half not to go in. Um, winning because uh, Sonny and Lucas Moura had chances. Mm. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was a fair result. Fair result and a, and a decent performance. Yeah, it was a it was an okay performance. It, it, it's getting there. You know, Jose Mourinho has only been in charge for two months. There's a lot of work to do. Yeah. There is a lot of work to do, um, and the rebuild is starting now, isn't it? It is. Andy, what did you make of it? Couldn't agree more with Chris. Really, yeah. We, you know, the the old side now needs dismantling, and, and we. The, I thought the wheels were coming up about 18 months ago. Yeah. You know, when I thought, Michelle, uh, and we've been going backwards since we left the lane, if the truth be told. Yes, and, yeah. Um, so, yes, it is. It's a, it is a rebuild. Um, as I say, there are players there that have been there a little too long now. You've one yarm as you die as mm. you... 
And, uh, yes, um, I thought it was an encouraging performance. Uh, I suppose, as, uh, thinking of it as a rebuild, what you're mostly interested in looking at is what, what the new players are bringing to it. And there were three on display, newish players. There was the new fella, Gedson. Are, are we calling him Gedson? Jetson, I believe. Jetson, OK. Yeah. There's Jetson, uh, the newest of them all. There's Tanganga, who I put down as a newcomer. And, of course, there's Le Celso. Uh, I only saw highlights, but La Chelsea, everyone was raving about La Chelsea. I've liked the look at him from day one because he just looks like a classy player. He looks like a player with a touch and some vision who's going to make, who's going to create stuff. And he probably, as far as I could gather, had his finest game on Saturday. Well, Superb. Um, what was nice about him was that, yeah, everything you said, but everything went through him. Mm, that's what you want. Right? that first half. Playmaker. Everything went through him. Uh, and, uh, no better highlight than the uh, the goal that Son yeah. scored. Yeah, he beat what three players? Yeah, great assist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that little check inside. Yeah, saw Lamella. Thankfully, he passed it with his uh, left foot. Of course, he would. Um, and Song, <laughs> yeah. who I think is off form mm. at yeah. the minute. Um, but luckily, but on that away. occasion, he yeah. it was a lovely finish, wasn't yeah. it? I Just mean, went through it. Everything went through mm. the cell show. I don't know, uh, Sean, it said today that we... Well, the, the, the signing, the permanent signing of the mm-hmm. Chelsea has happened. Mm-hmm. And they're saying we paid 27.5 million quid. Is that... But it wasn't he originally valued at more like 50 million quid? What, what's the so story the, there? Is that just the second payment or the, something? The fee actually changed depending on when we made it permanent. So we I got a, a little bit of a discount, if, if you could call it that, if by you, bringing him in by January. buying him early. Um, but that's so, a massive discount if it... Or is it just that they'd already paid a chunk of money for, to, to secure him for six so months? That's right, yeah. So okay. chunk of money to secure the loan. Yeah. Even January is 27, or I believe in the summer it's a little bit more. It might have been 30, 35 in the right. summer. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm delighted we've got him. Um, yeah. I loved it from Spurs today, announcing that the moment that Inter Milan had announced Ericsson as well. Yeah. That small, uh, mm. small little dig there, if, if so to speak. But yeah. um, exciting prospect, I mean, yeah. he does look like, as far as it, you can ever have one, he looks like a direct replacement, doesn't he? He looks like a playmaker, which is what, I mean, you lose Ericsson, you think, who's going to do that job? There he is. He's That's do- the thing. We've, we've been crying out for someone to just take, take ownership of that midfield. We've had, yeah. I think, 15 different centre midfield partnerships this, this season, yeah. different combinations yeah. of players. Yeah. So we're crying out for someone to stake a claim and, and yeah. take ownership of that. I'd love that to be La Celso and, uh, yeah. and Dombele in, in the future. Yeah. Um, but as you say, we've, we, you know, he's finally getting a run of games. Um, his best three performances have been these last three games. So yeah. exciting talent and, um, and hopefully one for the future. Yeah. I saw, you, I saw you smiling there, Chris. Do you think we might I think be... it's a little bit early to say he's going to be a direct replacement for Ericsson. Do you, think he's, do you say that because he's not necessarily the same type of player or you don't necessarily think he can be as good? Well, Christian Ericsson, uh, in the Premier League, he played 226 times for Spurs, scoring 51 goals, assisting 62 times. So, that, so either scoring or assisting, that is 113 times. Mm. That is one in every two games he's either assisting yeah. or scoring a Making goal for us. Very, goal. very important player. Yeah. He's been a fantastic servant to the club, Christian Eriksen. I've really, really liked him. Always been one of my favourite players. But um, can we say now that Lo Celso is going to no, be a replacement no, for him? No, you couldn't say for certain. Sure. No, no, you couldn't say... Either that, it, well, you certainly couldn't say he's going to achieve that. Yeah. And, and I think it, it's good that you mention this because it's worth saying that this is the Spurs show. This is the day Christian Eriksen left. There's been a bit of a cloud over him, but I think I, I agree with you totally. He has been an outstanding mm. player. If you look mm. at the last, over the, this decade that's just finished, not many better, more important players. Mm-hmm. 
for Tottenham and, and probably one of the best midfielders we've had. Really, I mean, in terms of class, and not just class, because as you say, he's got the stats to back it up. He said that himself yeah. today. Actually, he made a point of saying that. He said the stats show that I did well in England. Mm. He was he was important. He, he was very keen to make that point. The other stat about Ericsson that people don't often think of because of the type of player he is is his incredible work rate. Mm. He regularly mm. outran every other player on the park. Which the is such a fascinating thing about him as well. In that the the. You know the criticism he often got from fans was it didn't look like he was putting no. much effort in. It yeah, looked like he was pulling out of challenges. Kind of and demeanor about yeah, he used to often run further than any other Spurs player, any other player yes. on the pitch. Full stop. So yeah. quite a quite a bizarre little yeah. nugget. Really, very good player. Another thing I read today, well, I mean this could be tittle tattle, was that he was he was all set to go to Real Madrid. They were they were absolutely ready to sign him, and Zidane when he came back and just vetoed it. Mm. So that shows you. I mean, he's a quality player. And he's, sometimes with players when they leave. You need a, you need a while, six months or so, maybe a, maybe a year or so, before you really put them into. You can really assess them objectively because when they leave, you you're often thinking of them in the context of the way that they've left, rather mm. than what have they actually mm. given us. And I, I think he's an excellent. Uh, he's been an excellent player. I also think he's entitled at the at the age that he is. Why why should why should he have to stay in one club for, for twelve years? And I think he's entitled to want to go to go. I mean, Milan's a very nice place. But but I, I certainly feel sorry for people like Christian Eriksen, even Maurizio Pochettino, being at the club for that period of time and still going away, having not won a trophy. Yeah, I think it's it's just sad. sad I feel isn't sorry it? for them, and I feel sorry for us. Of course, <laughs> feel sorry for us. Yeah, definitely. I think the, the, the interesting thing about particularly going to Inter Milan is as well. I don't think he'll be at Inter Milan for a particularly long time. Really, if he goes there and has two, you know, mm. particularly strong seasons, they might go and win Serie A this season. It's, yes. a, it's a tough yeah, ask. Only three points behind. Yeah, but if he goes there and has two good seasons. Real Madrid might come yeah, back in for Barcelona, him. Barcelona yeah. might come back yeah. in for him. He wanted that move, didn't he? He wanted that Barcelona and Real Madrid. And, yeah. and, and Barcelona's it. history of signing that older player, a slightly older yeah, player, yeah. he could be a Barcelona player in two, three years' time. Yeah. I, I wouldn't write that off yeah. at all. Yeah. 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 Good luck to him. Mm. Yeah. So the other players that we, that we mentioned, Tanganga doesn't seem to be... Fa- he is, again, still early days. He's rough around the edges. He does make mistakes, but all defenders make mistakes. He doesn't half look like uh, uh, the fin- not the finished article, but he looks like a player, let's say, who isn't still in this first handful of games. He's been amazing, really, hasn't he? Yeah, um, it's it's a huge disadvantage at the moment playing at left back because it's not his uh, position, uh, is it? Not at all. No, he's a strong lad. He's yeah. quite quick. Yeah, yeah, he's raw. You can see that. Mm. Um, he's got potential. Mm. Um, I think, like the rest of the, you know, yeah, Chris talking about the Celso, um, I think we've got to, yes, he's got potential, it's all of them now. We've got to see how, how, you know, yeah, how it develops, yeah. How he develops, um, but yes, he, he's good. Whereas, I look at Sanchez, who, who is what, 22, 23 now? He's yeah. been at Spurs three seasons, yeah. he's raw, he's quite quick, he's good in the air, but yeah, strong. Sanchez is, is, he can switch off, he gets Bullied by um, centre forwards, bully him. Mm. Um, again, he's one of these players like any Tottenham player. Won't they do well? But um, Sanchez, to me, is he hasn't improved in the three seasons that he's been at Tottenham. Whereas this kid could. Yeah, I think he, he, he given the opportunity to be yeah. a centre half. Um, yeah. 
thing yeah. about centre halves is like, we, we, it, well, they it, they develop late. Sorry, they uh, develop late it, uh, because it's a thinking game as much as anything else. It's about knowing what to do, isn't it? I always think that about centre halves. Is that I mean the best one of the best centre halves I ever saw, and he doesn't get much credit for it. I don't think because he was a legend for so many other reasons. Gary Mabbott. Once he got into his 30s playing centre-half, he was one of those guys, and there have been a few at different clubs, people like Paul McGrath, remember him at, yeah. at Villa? And, yeah. Because they, know, they, don't need much, they don't need much in terms of pace, or they just know where to be and what to do and how to time yeah. it. And, it's reading the game. And it's yeah. reading the game. Now, that can't happen overnight. I mean, some, some of them are precocious. Ledley King was good at young. Absolutely. I mean, he was a remarkable player. I mean, for me, King and Mabbott, would, they'd, they'd be my centre-heart pairing if you're looking at the best Premier League Tottenham team. I yeah. mean, they'd be, in, they'd be in ahead even of these, you know... Well, that's what we're waiting for, the next Ledley King, aren't we? Yeah. But with Tanganga, he's, he's played only a handful of games. Yes, exactly. Played at uh, centre-back, then played at right-back, now playing at left-back. Yeah. And uh, in the away end on Saturday, um, he put his whole body in the way and took one straight in the face, Mm. um, applauded by all the away fans. And it just shows what grit, passion, determination he's got. And he just put his whole body in the way of blocking that cross. Superb. Superb. Because Song bottled it completely. Really? Uh, uh, (laughs) Bless him. At least it's that way around. At least the fancy winger is the one bottling it and the the new centre-half is the one. That's the last thing Song needs. But that's what what you want to see. Smash nose, all these fans <laughs> are there, like, you know. all those all advertising that, you know, deals he's got. Southeast Asian fans are there with Tottenham scarves. No, but we, t- we talk about players coming in and playing with passion. You know, this yeah. is just a young kid, and he's yeah. putting his yeah. whole body in the way, yeah, taking one straight in the face for the team. Yeah. Great to see. Superb. I, th- I think Mourinho deserves a lot of credit for yes. Tanganga as well. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. obviously he's, he's not been the manager that's developed him, but no, I mean but that Liverpool game. You know, I was Amazing. at the game. That was I've a seen that team come in selection, wasn't it? But again, I mean, what a decision! You yeah. know, we know Liverpool are frightening going yeah. forward. We know their three forwards are the you know the quickest three in Europe, if yeah. you could say. Um, and he knew that Vertonghen's body just couldn't keep up with that pace. Yeah. Vertonghen knows that himself. I think we've all seen it this season. Yeah. Poch saw it as well. Yeah. Um, so to, to put a young lad in there who he knows is going to match him for pace, yeah. I think Mourinho deserves a lot of credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. 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 So then, and then the third one is uh, Jedson, as I now know. <laughs> I mean, you, you thought he was a bit off the pace on Saturday? He was, uh, well, was he Brighton? I think he was in. <laughs> Brighton. Um, bless him. Really, I mean, the game, the game just, passed him by a bit. It passed him by. That, yeah. uh, that was... What I thought was a great result with Tottenham is because we did have all these new mm. players in. Mm. Uh, Celso, to me, is still a new player. Yeah, absolutely. No, definitely. He ain't had more than about adapting. He played about eight games. Adapting, yeah, he started about four. Yeah. Yeah. You got Jetson, who. And, uh, the game just passed him by. You've got right. Tanga, you've yeah, all yeah. these kids. Yeah. It's, and it was a great result. Here's a team set out there, hot in form, yeah. particularly at home mm, at yeah. the moment. Mm. You know, Christ, you're above Arsenal, weren't they, at the minute? Yeah. You know, they yeah. got beat 9 yeah, the other yeah. week. Yeah. You know, and well, here what we are. turnaround they've had, yeah. So I was, you know, um, as I always am, you know, totally negative, going yes. to the ground, thinking <laughs> how many we going to get beat by. Oh, no! Yeah. And so, yes, it was a great result. You, as I said before, we, we're a fractured team at the minute. Yeah. Um, everything's going on. We've got players leaving, players want to run their contracts down, players yeah. out of form, players injured. Mm. Mm. Um, True. So, it, it, it's a turbulent time. Yeah. 
In fact, when we come back, we're going to have a little break now, but when we come back, we will talk about that. We'll talk about today's exciting uh, developments in the transfer market and uh, we'll talk about, of course, Manchester City coming up at the weekend. Welcome back. So before we talk about uh, our agenda, our remaining agenda, let me just tell you a few things. Um, You should seriously consider getting a Spurs show season ticket. You can do that by going to season.spursshow.net. It costs 10 quid a month. You get two tickets for each monthly event. Now, uh, this coming Friday, by the way, we've got a special. We've got a special event. And that is on at the Beehive in Tottenham. And that's with Ozzy Ardiles and Mickey Hazard. Looking forward to that. This Friday night, because it's deadline day. It's a deadline day special. That'll be good. Uh, We've got John Pratt coming up as well in a future show. That's on February the 25th. Not entirely sure where that'll be, but my money is on the uh, the one in Great Portland Street. What's it called? The old... Uh, oh, we've all forgotten it. Not the Albany. No. Yes, it, yeah, the Albany. Is it the Albany? Isn't it? Is it the yeah, Albany? Albany, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, well, uh, done. well played. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> For additional premium Spurs show content, including a daily Spurs news show, match reports, interviews with ex players, and much more, sign up at patreon.com forward slash Spurs show. You can try it for a month and support this show. See what you think. Uh, on the Spurs Flicks version, there's new documentary from Pete Hayne, the brilliant Pete Hayne from the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust, who does these Tottenham historical walks. So he's making a documentary on that. That is going to be seriously good, I think. We've got other content from the great Willie Morgan, the voice of White Hart Lane. Uh, he's made a Spurs on Record series where he talks about all the great classic records that Tottenham Hotspur have been involved with over the years. Come on, Andy. Come on, Rot Shot Tottenham. We are the Super Spurs. That's my favourite. And uh, also, you can... Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all that really good stuff anyway you can get. Just go to Patreon. Uh, forward, patreon.com forward slash Spurs show. Now, talked about the, uh, the transfer activity today. What I was referring to, of course, was the departure of Ericsson, the permanent signing of La Chelsea, which everyone's very happy about. But also, it would appear we have a bid in that has been accepted for this young Dutch winger. What can you tell us about this, Sean? Um, he's young. He's 22. Um, he's, What's his name? Uh, Stephen Bergvine, I believe. Bergvine is, is the pronunciation. Notice how I went over to you yeah. before yeah, I was yeah. saying it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, as I say, young player. Um, I think he's got seven or eight caps already for Holland, yeah. um, which is very exciting. Yeah. Um, involved in 19 goals in 29 games for PSV this season, um, which is 16 goals, three assists, I think it is, or the other way around, wow. um, which That's is good. really exciting. Yeah. Um, he looks quick. Um, he looks exciting. Um, I think there'll be a, a lot of uh, older Spurs fans that go to the games that always shout... Take him on, take him on, that will love this, this yeah. type of player. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's not quite what we're after at the moment. It's not necessarily what we need. I don't think, obviously, we, we're all pushing for us to sign a striker. Um, but I think we need competition for places. Um, Absolutely. I think Lucas Moura hasn't had a particularly good season. Um, I think it's come a time where he probably does need to be dropped. He's not a starter. Um, and if that means Bergwijn can, can be that man that does that and, and applies that pressure, bring it on. Well, I mean, Mourinho seems to want to play. Everything suggests that when we've got a centre-forward in Harry Kane, he likes to play two 
yeah. fast wide men, mm-hmm. and he's only got two fast wide men, which is not a good... If you're going to play them both, you need a third one, don't sure. you? Quite apart from just for injuries, never mind form. Mm-hmm. But you've got to keep them all on their toes. Sometimes you'll need to rotate. So, as you say, if Lucas Moura needs a rest for two or three games, you've got to have someone. So, so in a sense, there was a vacancy there. Mm-hmm. The only thing, I suppose, that everyone might worry about is whether that takes away the, the likely, from the likelihood of buying a centre-forward. What... I mean, this Patiek saga keeps going on. Have I said that right? Patiek. Ah, oh, yeah. so close. Thank so God you're here. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I mean, he's the one that we keep. That that is the rumor that won't go away. Most of all, isn't yeah. It? But I mean, by all accounts, um, it, it's not a difficult deal to do. Um, he he wants away. Milan wants to sell him. Um, it sounds like Spurs and Milan have agreed a price. They agree that he is worth a certain valuation, so what's it all which about seems then? to be about twenty-eight million. So it's about instalments. The, well, not necessarily that. It's obviously Daniel Levy trying to save a bit of cash. The thing that they're trying to propose is they agree it's twenty-eight million. Yeah. He seems to think it's worth X amount of million, and a Spurs player going the other way. Oh, he wants a part. Um, so, which obviously is is quite a challenge. You got to find the right player. Yeah. You got to find a player that's willing to yeah, go. Really you got to find a player that Milan want as well. Very hard to do parts. They're very rare, aren't they? Yeah, exchange. Absolutely. Really, when you think about it, I mean, well, they hardly ever happen. I think they're trying to offload Wan Foyth, Victor Wanyama. Mm. And now Eric Lamella's in the mix. Well, <laughs> maybe he's saying just take Wanyama. Yeah, take yeah, Wanyama. Whatever you want. Take them all. Just get them off the wage bill. <laughs> we will buy that player, but you have to take all of these players. Yeah, Don't worry yeah. about the money. You just pay the wages. But but the situation we're in, we're six points away from top four yeah. in this in this dreadful season that Tottenham have had. We, we're six points away from top four. We're still in the FA Cup. We're still in the Champions League. We've got it all to play for. So we need to spend the money now. To secure that, you sound a bit like Bob Geldof. We, we have to; it has to happen. <laughs> you know, Daniel Levy stood Spurs aid. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Levy stood there a couple of days before Christmas at the staff Christmas do and said, "There's two things I want for Christmas. One is finishing in the top four, and another one is a trophy." Well, if he wants Jose Mourinho to deliver both yeah. of them, yeah. we need to spend the money in the next few days. Well, the signs are he seems to understand that unusually because he, I mean, he, all of these players coming. We needed a central midfielder. He's got one. We needed a wide player. If you're going by that theory, where he need, you know mm-hmm. got one, um, <clears throat> but there's players and there's players. There's, yeah, he's there's... not playing. He's not spending the. He's not spending the big money. But there are big money players. Don't tend to move in January anyway. I don't think anyone's spent more than any, anybody's going out. Spending. Lowest spending of it. The yeah, I mean, there are no massive ever, yeah. deals happening, mm-hmm. are there? With big big star players that are worth 80, 90 million quid. Even if he was inclined to spend it, they don't appear to mm-hmm. be. I mean, the the big superstar that seemed to be available and we were linked with was Cavani but he always wanted to go to Madrid didn't he yeah Yeah, so I mean it's a non-starter so uh, you can only buy what's available Mm. but but, I mean you could say maybe maybe for Daniel that's a good that's a good excuse I don't know Mm. I don't know what this Piatek did I say that right I don't know what he's like. I don't know what he's like. Of course, like we never know what any of these players. Yeah, he, like. he had a fantastic season two seasons ago for right. for them. Um, uh, sorry, in Italy, um, yeah. he was for fantastic. Yes, for you know, I believe it was. Yes. Right, um, know, yeah. was fantastic. Um, this year, I think he's only got five goals for them. Yeah. Um, but is he starting all the time? No, he's in and out of the yeah. team. So that that's the concern. You want someone that's going to be banging form and, yeah, and scoring yeah. the goals. But as you say, January's so tricky. Um, and I mean, if we came away with Bergvine, Celso and, and Jedson. Quite good January Not business bad, in the grand scheme of things. Forward as well, that yeah, was decent. I, I think going and going back to your point about spending a lot of you know the big big cash on big players. Yeah, Levy's going to be somewhat frightened given what's happened with Ndombele. The first real big pay packet he's had to dish out, right, has brought in a player that's had what five six injuries already. 
I'm glad you brought him up, actually. Yeah, and I'd love Van Dombele. I think he really is the the future of that midfield. But I think Levy will be looking at that and going, yeah, but look what happened the last time I spent 60 I know, but Levy's been in this game long enough Mm. to know sometimes you're going to get lucky and sometimes you're not. There are no guarantees when you get any player. You can't suddenly say, I bought one in the summer. He's turned out... Crap, I'm not doing that again. Mm. I mean, you know, we've all, we've all we've bought bad players before me. But I, I think he's a very good player. But mm. I am puzzled by his situation because I don't understand why Mourinho keeps calling him out and trying to imply that he's a malingerer. But I spoke to someone the other day who's very well connected who said, he's a nightmare. He's actually a bit of a nightmare. I said, what do you mean? They said, well, he's just like all over the place. He's kind of like very difficult to, to manage. I didn't, they didn't go into details, but it seemed to suggest that he's... I mean, he's 22, right? He's come from Lyon. What would he have been earning there? 10 grand a week max. He's come here. He's probably earning 70 grand a week, let's say. I mean, and he's 22 years of age. I mean, I don't know... I don't know what you were like when you were 22, Andy. <laughs> but I... <laughs> oh, if, I'd have had tw- if I'd have had 70 grand a week... 22, if I'd have been on this show, now, I'd yeah. be coming... Down up a tab of pink mice. <laughs> <laughs> well, envisaging that Spurs had done the quadruple. Yes, well, exactly. the Grand Slimers. Yes. And, and, you know, anyway. I suppose that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, if you're um, 22 and you and you suddenly, I mean, that's now you. I'm not saying that, it's the money that's made him funny because, as I say, I've got any, no, I've got no well, details. Now, maybe, I'm horrified. I thought maybe it was just a, a collection of injuries. Yeah, and, but, and now you're well, telling me that. Well, that, the only reason that, I'm saying that is because Mourinho keeps being nasty about him publicly, but, which even I don't think there's any excuse for that. Whatever no, the situation no, you, is, there's no. There's, dig him it out doesn't publicly. serve any purpose, no. as far as I can see, at all. Mm. Unless Mourinho is a much, you know, more subtle thinker than any of us know, and he and he thinks it will work. Mm. Calling him out in public, it never seemed to work with Luke Shaw. But you were saying about uh, you, 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 a pal of yours, uh, no, uh, a pal of mine. Let's uh, let's uh, let's call it a pal of mine. Well, I said it was extremely well connected. He said he is. A, the word he uses is a nightmare. He, but he, he didn't say what. Why? He, he's never looked a hundred percent fit though. No, all season. Yeah, and, and it seems like we've seen little glimpses of something special from him, and that yes. is what is so frustrating for yes. us. And of course. Pochettino and uh, yeah, now Mourinho yeah, yeah, is yeah, very, course. very frustrating, frustrating because you know you've got a quality player Definitely. who you want to put on the pitch yeah. and, and, he, and he just simply cannot play at the moment because Brighton away, he went off at half-time. Yeah, he yeah, was abysmal yeah, yeah. in that game. Yeah. I mean, I think you we, have to do we, everything you can to enable him to play, right? I mean, we, we paid, what, 53 mil? What was it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, You're and crazy. Then, uh, does he define nightmare? What, how do we define that? Is I, he, don't uh, uh, I don't know. What what, he's, I don't know what's going on behind what, the scenes. screaming up about? Uh, he he uh, actually uh, replied to the comments from Mourinho in France football this week. What did he say? Um, wasn't faced by it at all. He said, coach has said what the coach has said. I'm continuing to work hard. It was quite political right. about it. Um, Maybe you know, his agent wrote the quote. I believe so, yeah. yeah. I'd imagine so. Um the, the frightening thing with Ndombele, which, um, you know, as we say, five or six different knocks he's had this year on different, yeah. you know, different injuries. Yeah. He's never previously had an injury his entire yeah. professional career. Well, there we go. And maybe that's quite... another reason why Mourinho thinks it's all a bit spurious, mm. possibly. I don't know. Mm. But the thing is, as I say, if you're a 22-year-old lad and you've gone to a foreign country, you've showered with all this money and all this attention... You, people shouldn't expect people to be able to just adjust to that and behave no. normally. It's going to have an, a, a, could well have a profound... I don't know if he's got all his family with him. I don't know if he's got a stable family or anything. I've no idea. But, but it's a difficult thing to deal with. And I just wonder whether slagging him off publicly is the right way to do it. Probably not, no. Um, 
No, probably probably not. Because uh, there you go. I had all my hopes up. And, yeah, I mean, uh, when he's played well, as you say, we bought a nightmare. Well. Um, <laughs> that doesn't mean he remains a nightmare. If, they, sure, if, they're, yeah. if they're clever about it, if they are clever behind the scenes and they do what needs to do and they get the right combination of carrot and stick and everything, look, he, then he could still be a really, really good player. Look, he's, uh, he's got some good qualities. I know yeah. what you're saying, Chris, but yeah. he has got some good qualities. Yeah, yeah. This kid's yeah. got good feet, good yeah. balance. He can drop a shoulder. Yeah. He can also drive a midfield forward. Yes, he's very positive. Yeah. He ain't a water carrier like no. Winks. No. Um, I completely agree. He has got potential, this kid. He's, what, yeah. 22? Again, he's new. He's, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, um, as long as he don't become Darren Ambulance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And I think, who's to know his relationship with Mourinho might yeah. turn out to be a really good one. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. So it's early days. Yeah, for sure. It's early days. I mean, some players, I mean, look at, for example, Sissoko. He was three years before he got any good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Wasn't he? He was literally three seasons yeah. before he got before yeah. he played well. Mm. But he did in the end. Well, apparently he was looking after uh, Dumbelli. Was he? Because, uh, I mean, that... French-speaking. Uh, French-speaking. And, yeah. yeah. and uh, you know, arm round the shoulder. Yeah, and good. I suppose he can't he, he do probably, that. You know what he said to him? Don't worry. You'll have three years to do whatever you like. <laughs> as long as you're all right in the fourth year, everything will be fine. <laughs> Take it from me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just don't eat the food. <laughs> Well, it's all it's all interesting, isn't it? And as you say, Chris, we're only we're not that far off the the top four, so it's not all bad. We're still in the FA Cup. We're mm. still in the Champions League. We've got reasonable draws in both those competitions. We're bringing players in. I mean, it's been an you know it could have been it's been a funny season, obviously, and probably will continue to be. But but it's certainly not all bad right now as we sit here. But having said that, we're playing Man City at the weekend. Who? <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a that is actually a quite a mouthwatering fixture, actually, because I mean, obviously, it's always a good game. They're good to watch, uh, uh, and it'll be a good test for us because they're a top quality side with extremely high quality players who are not necessarily, you know, they're not they're not invincible by any means like they they have been in the past. How do you see that one going, Andy? Probably you should ask me that. Um... <laughs> Last time I was on here, uh, uh, um, as I come to the Spurs show, guys, uh, my wife said to me, please, please be positive. You really come across as negative. Please be. Oh, I'll be positive, all right. So at the end of the show, here we are. What do you think then, Andy? <laughs> yeah. Spurs versus Bam Munich. And I've given, uh, yeah, possibly 2-1. And the back of my mind, I'm thinking, all right, they ain't got a manager. They've got one of the best forwards in Europe who is hot at the minute. Good kids. Pace all over the gaff. Yeah, we'll win 2-1. 7-2. And then I'm asked, Brighton, new manager, good football, <laughs> yeah. in form, weird dollop. A hollow 1-0 win. 3-0, yeah. one of the yeah. worst performances uh, played. So I can't give a result. Uh, uh, I, I, Man City, I think we'll get beat. Right. I think we'll get beat. Right. But if it's a gallant defeat like Liverpool, I'll take that. Right. But I think that... The reason I say that is that we can't keep a clean sheet. But we can score goals. Yeah. 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 We can score goals. So it'll be 4-3 then. 
Now they they are a superb side, yes. and uh, but we need to be on top of our game. And as I said, we're six points away from top four. We haven't beaten a top six established side this season. Mm. If we are going to reach this top four place, we need to start getting these results, and we need to start um, grinding these results out. You know, the last ten days, fourteen days, the results have been okay. Um, but these, it's been mediocre opposition, really. You yeah. know, so you're up against a very, very good team now. So Mourinho needs to, to put everything into this game. And what I do love about um, Mourinho since, since his appointment, every single game, regardless of the competition and regardless of who we've got in the next game, he always puts out the best possible eleven, And I love that about him. Mm. Sean, do you think um, he will play... Uh, counter-attacking game and try and sit deep like we did against Liverpool and try and, and then not start which is a very plain, basically like a classic away strategy yeah. sit deep keep it tight keep it down to nil or one goal conceded and then go for it in the last 20 minutes I think it, I think exactly that I think it could be exactly that Liverpool game as, as Andy said as, as long as they play that way I, I can't have many complaints um, mm. but I think so I think I wouldn't be surprised if Ndombele perhaps does come really? back in he was obviously on the he bench was on the, the bench, weekend wasn't he? Yeah. bit of physicality in the midfield yeah. um, that perhaps we, we didn't need against those other sides mm. um, but yeah I, I, I think we'll get a result I'm not going to say what way I think it will go but I, I think if we play like we did against Liverpool I can't have many complaints it's going to be a tough one as you say they're not exactly informed themselves they, they drew with Palace at home yeah. uh, just before the FA Cup um, so they're struggling for, for a bit of luck um, we need points we desperately need points and I think Mourinho will, will get them up for this one yeah, they always seem to be quite close games, actually, given how good they are. Mm. We haven't had a tonking from them for a while, have we? had two close games in the, word, yeah. in the... Yeah, well, what have I said? <laughs> Jeez, you know what? I said exactly oh, no. that for the Bayern Munich game. Oh. I turned to the guy next to me when we were, we were all over them the first yeah. half hour or so. I yeah. said, as long as they play like this, I've got no complaints. Yeah. And then you cut to full time. <laughs> and then this happened, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as Richie Benno used to say. Yeah, it was... Uh, Quite a chastening night, that of course. So, I mean, the thing about Man City is they have got it in their locker; they could do it to anyone. Mm-hmm. So, and they have done it to us in the past. So, yeah, maybe yeah. when I say it hasn't happened for a while, maybe that means it's overdue. <laughs> I don't know. On the other hand, you know, we've we've given them good games over the last. But since they became a major force, we've we've given them a lot of good games, and, and we've beaten them a few times. So, who knows? Um, okay, so I'm now duty bound. Before we say, before we call it a, a day, uh, I am duty bound to ask you all for actual predictions. I mean, I, I know you've already said, Andy, <laughs> you've said we'll get beat. Do you want to offer us a scoreline? I think we'll get beat 2-1. Okay. Chris? I'm going to go 3-2 Spurs. Wow. wow. What a game that'd be. Sean? I'm going to go 2-all. Two 2-all, two I think it'd be. 2-all. Yeah. I think I'm going to go 1-all. Yeah. I think I'll take that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you would probably take it, even though we could do with yeah, we could do start getting some wins. But I mean, you know, obviously, it's not the most easy uh, points opportunity. Anyone want to plug anything before we go? I always like to give you Andy. What are you appearing in at the moment? Um, I'm not really. I'm sort of resting. Semi retired. I am doing. A, I'm going up to Edinburgh this year with a, a one man show. Oh um, great! Uh, oh. Which you you know like that'd be good. Are you doing any hundred any... years in the making? Um, uh, are you doing any warm up shows in London? Uh, I, yeah, sure. Uh, one of the etc. I'm trying to get the end in chickens. It's. Um, I yeah. mean, I love Spurs and football, uh, football and uh, boxing and that. But I'm a big horse racing man as yeah. well. So. I... Uh, I bought the rights to a book and uh, it's called Baxter versus the Bookies. It's about uh, fluctuating fortunes of a horse racing tipster if you're into horse racing. Yeah, yeah. 
You Sounds might good. not be. So you've uh, turned it into a one-man show? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, Sounds so great. We're, um, we're, we're taking it up to Edinburgh and lose a fortune, come home, and then want to wind it in the first Just place. like at the races. That's it, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I enjoy... Um, uh, I'm not going over to... Um, Leipzig, because um, I'm going to Cheltenham. Um, right, Cheltenham's great. Days, yeah, I, I, I usually go to Cheltenham. I like the nags. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, um, so, yes, it's called Baxter versus the Bookies. We're taking it over to Edinburgh. Guilty balloon. Um, two for one, two for one. Great. Um, and um, we'll see where that goes. Great, good luck with that. Sounds good. Sean, what are you up to? Uh, various talk sport bits and bobs at the moment um, mm. Back on the Game Day podcast tomorrow uh, With Sam Atterface. Um I've just launched a new column with talk sport It'll be out every Monday um, It is the Totally Tottenham one uh, So you won't, won't miles so off with that it's one It's a column and it goes on the website Yes, so it'll be on, on talksport.com um, And it'll just be summing up the, the last week or so with Spurs Talking yeah. about transfers, talking about performances yeah. um, So that'll be out every Monday Great, we'll look out for that, Chris Still just doing my YouTube stuff. Doing your YouTube, um, yeah. YouTube Still got channel. massive numbers on your YouTube. Yeah, it's going well. Um, it, it, the channel's called Tottenham Fan Chris Cowling. Yeah. Um, I'm always doing videos every day talking yeah. about Tottenham. Brilliant. Okay, and always good. And, of course, you kept us all up to date on the, uh, as the stadium grew. You were our man on the spot for all Tottenham fans. Really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was really great. All right, well, thank you all very much. Chris, Sean, Andy, thank you all very much Pleasure. for coming. Thank you, Leon, our engineer, who is at his dinner again during the course of this. Uh, I asked Andy what it was. He said it was an egg mayonnaise sandwich. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, listeners. And uh, we'll see you. Uh, hopefully you can come along on Friday to the Beehive, see Ozzy and Mickey for the transfer deadline special. Uh, but if not, we'll see you next week. Goodbye and kill you, Spurs. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. Sports Social Podcast Network.